So, intros. Hello, and welcome everybody to the Transatlantic Theater. I almost keep saying Transatlantic Podcast often now, uh, but Transatlantic Theater Podcast, episode two. Uh, I am again Oscar Reese Freeman, and you are? Uh, yes, this is uh, Marcos Rodriguez. I was on the previous podcast, and I will probably continue to be on all the future podcasts. Uh, yeah, it's, it's mostly the it's the two of us. I don't know why I made it. I made it sound like you were my guest. <laughs> uh, I know, <laughs> right? Not. This, this is the podcast where we uh, try to talk about a movie review at least once throughout the podcast, but usually end up Last digressing time it took a while. into other shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do need to uh, off the like off the bat just like um, two things I want to mention. One is a good point that I thought of, which is anything we mention news related is about a week behind um so don't add us <laughs> and two uh after a long discussion with my girlfriend about something i said on the podcast i found out i was wrong oh <laughs> what, what was correct it? it now and that beaujolais is actually just a village in france it's not actually what i said about like the what i was saying about wine last week where it was like beaujolais was just like the crap wine that nobody wants oh beaujolais yeah is apparently yeah, yeah. a region in in france um, okay so it's a crap part of france well it might be a crap part of france i think it's near champagne it's like middle france i think when i looked it up and i was like oh fuck it is a village (laughs) yeah but yeah so i I just wanted to correct that so that nobody's like he's an idiot i I am an idiot but i I corrected it now so don't (laughs) at me (laughs) um oh yeah that reminds me uh i'm curious about creating a, a twitter so that people could at me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> a twitter for yourself or a twitter for the podcast uh probably for myself or if you wanted to do one just for the podcast we could do that i was the... thinking i was going to set up one for the i'm likely only going to just put podcast <clears throat> is now available on all things Please yeah exactly and then of course if people want to insult us or if we want to insult mm-hmm. people we'll use that yeah. podcast or that uh, twitter <laughs> yeah and um i think i set up uh i did set up an instagram um which i'll put links to everything on there as well we don't need a specific instagram for the transatlantic theater we'll just use our own instagram well, accounts it's, it's already set up <laughs> oh shit you already did. okay <laughs> i already without set my up, permission yeah. I, I see how it is but listen i was just i was literally anytime <laughs> i hit anything that i could think of i just went oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was just like i'll make it i'll just make it now just like just because just i'll just make it now worst case scenario <laughs> we never use it mm. and somebody just gets mad because they can't make it now either um and i i didn't have an an image yet because i hadn't made the like uh the the logo Mm -hmm. and so i just put the picture up as our profile picture on instagram Mm. let me get the the full photo so i could read it out to you it was a photo of a toilet seat in a in one of the trains that i was on oh and it just says please don't flush nappies sanitary towels toilet or paper towels Gum, old phones, unpaid bills, old junk mail, phones. your ex's sweater, hopes, dreams, or goldfish. Those are all on there? <laughs> it's all on there. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, as well as hopes, dreams, and goldfish. That is hilarious, man. And yeah. Like, so I took a picture of that, and I didn't know why I would ever need a picture for that, but uh, now I now I know it's because I needed a, a placeholder be- until I made our logo. <laughs> I put that on. Nice. That's the Transatlantic Theater little avatar front for Instagram right now. Nice, nice. Um, God, shit, dude, I just blanked out. I was gonna say something. Um, well, while you've blanked out, I'm yes. currently drinking 
I told you I was going to mention this. Um, <laughs> I'm drinking. I'm currently drinking a, a lovely beer called Gower Power. Gower Power. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, it's it's from the Gower Brewery. The uh-huh. Gower Peninsula is uh, is is essentially like where Swansea juts off. Okay. So like where my par- where my dad's from, uh-huh. um, where I'm sure he's told a million times. Uh, my dad's from Llanelli. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought he was from Clunachy and that not Swansea specifically. <laughs> Did I, I tell you what Boogie and Dave oh shit, I'm naming people again. <laughs> <laughs> well Boogie Boogie is alright. It's a nickname. Boogie's, it's yeah. not his real name. We yeah, could use Boogie. It's harder to find him that way. Yeah. So we could say uh, place, I had some you know? friends visit from the United States and uh, so the town that my father is from is a town called Slashley. Now the sound, which is uh, unique not to Welsh, but it's it's not a common sound in languages i think the only other like a few languages um in central america um also contain that sound but that's all that i'm aware of you know what that sound reminds me uh, of it reminds but me anyhow. of like someone with braces trying to say like the sh sound it's it was described there's an app called say something in welsh which is what i'm <laughs> okay. using to learn welsh yeah and he described it as a hissing goose sound a hissing goose <laughs> Yeah. God, I hope I never hear that in real life. That would <laughs> fucking frighten me. But yeah, so so I mean, I, I'm I'm blessed with that. It's an actual really difficult hurdle for a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people you'll constantly hear English people, and even to an extent, some Welsh speaking people who just like, especially if they you're struggle. close to the border, I'd say uh, to like like. So, for example, in Cardiff, there are a lot of places in Cardiff that start with that sound because flan is uh, uh-huh. it means like safe hold or like like yeah place place of safety or whatever yeah it means that in welsh so there's a lot of places like flanda <coughs> that's um that's stronghold next to the taff river which is the river that runs through um or safe haven next to the taff river which is the river that runs through cardiff um the main river anyway there's like a bunch um but yeah so but people here will call it Landaf, which fucking fury infuriates me so much. <laughs> and like, there's a place called San Romney, and uh-huh. people will call it Land Romney. Oh, um, so they don't like yeah, it's, it's very pronounce upsetting. it right, huh? So they don't pronounce it right. No, people pronounce especially. So here's the thing: I like Cardiff a lot. It's definitely the best place I've lived in Wales. Uh-huh. But I now understand, especially because I spend a lot of my time in West Wales. Uh-huh. Uh, like a year and a half as I mentioned before in, in Camarthen and over in Halford West and St. David's and all these places in Pembrokeshire um, and uh, I, I, I love the countryside here I think it's beautiful I love the people and they often said that if you're from Cardiff you're not really Welsh and I thought that was a bit harsh until I came to Cardiff and Uh-oh. there's a road there's a main road that runs through uh, like Cates and, and Roth and it's called uh, Croes Road which means the cross, uh-huh. uh, or yeah, it just means cross. Yeah, um, and people here call it Cruis Road. Oh, because it's got a W, and Ws make like a U sound in Welsh. Uh-huh. So, but instead of saying Cruis Road, they say Cruis Road, and now I understand why people in West Wales think uh, poorly of the of the of the Cardiffians. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. Um, that's funny. And there are people here me. who still refer to like like the valleys as the Ronda, instead of the Ronda, <laughs> because wow. it has D's. And instead mm-hmm. of knowing how the phonetics work in the language of their 
fucking area they just call it that and they're just like they're yeah i get made fun of for saying welsh words properly in wales when i'm in cardiff what the hell that's so weird man <laughs> well i mean okay so this is what i was gonna say kind of reminds me yeah. of uh what a lot of texas thinks of austin yeah um, they're just like yeah austin's where all the weirdos and crazies are and that's because you know they're so liberal compared to the rest of texas which yeah. is a, a lot more uh right-wing uh republicans and you know there's nothing wrong with that i, I don't mind having my guns i just wish we could also I, have I, a from my understanding yeah <laughs> my understanding is uh just don't use the two things at the same time for that purpose uh, guns and abortions <laughs> yeah. listen <Just> shoot them. <laughs> if it's got to get done dude <laughs> um what was it uh, it d- doesn't a lot of Georgia think that about Atlanta as well? Um, you know, that was my understanding. My, so I really don't know for sure. Cause I'm, I'm up in towards the uh, border of uh, Georgia, uh, closer mm-hmm. to South Carolina. And I'm about an hour away from Atlanta, maybe about an mm-hmm. hour and a half. And um, their governor, or I'm sorry, their, their mayor, the mayor of Atlanta does seem to be a little bit more liberal um, you know, as opposed to the it's woman, rest. right? It's a I forget yes, her it, name. It is it's a woman. woman yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, I I forget her name right now too. Um, but she is definitely. I think she's pretty kick-ass. Yeah, she is pretty cool. I, from she what is... I've I I think I follow her on Twitter. Um, I might really? be wrong, but I've seen a few things of her, like uh, especially especially after George Floyd, a lot of stuff that I saw about about her speaking up and uh yeah. Yes. Also, I really liked how she was uh treating the whole uh coronavirus situation because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. our governor was really being a, a shithead yeah and not doing anything basically he was saying oh you know i'm gonna wait for the president to tell us something and then he was also telling the counties and their mayors you know it, it's up to you guys to, to decide what you want to do per your yeah. county and the mayor of atlanta was telling him that you need to put your foot down in terms of getting this under control because Georgia is a hot spot. It definitely yeah. was a hot spot. Um, and it was left up to the, to the mayors to try to coordinate this all without the help of the governor because the governor mm-hmm. wasn't going to do anything in order to put in, uh, you know, a stop to uh, certain businesses being open or putting in like a mandatory mask or whatever, you know? Yeah or stay indoors, a curfew or something like that, which, you know, Republicans hate because they've always been against government control. So it makes sense when you think politically why he was doing what he was doing. But from a yeah. public health standpoint, that's idiotic. <laughs> yeah, the problem with, like, uh, that I, I was... So, so, like, in the UK, everything shit hit the fan, and mm-hmm. Boris just went, we're in lockdown. And we're oh, like, yeah. all right, cool. But yeah. the US... I mean, it does, like, regardless of what you think of Trump, it does kind of make sense, like you said, politically of, like, what Republicans think, that they would go, well, it's not really for the U.S. to say it should be on each state what they want to do. And then each state was like, well, it's not for us to say it should be for each county what they want to do. And then each Mm -hmm. county, it it comes off, yes, political, and, like, it makes sense, but also it definitely feels like they're just pushing, like, passing the buck. Like, they're just going, well, I don't don't want to be the reason for economic hardship, Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. then I won't get reelected. Yeah. Oh, poor me. Why would I benefit my community if I don't get reelected? Exactly. Um, so they, you know, I don't want to be told that I was the reason there was an, uh, you know, 
a breakdown of the economy. So I'll let, I'll tell the next person it's their problem until eventually you get to the point where you you come down to a town, and that town says right. The rightful thing for us to do is we should shut down and hold up for a second. And you know that's And then exactly the town next why. door, mm-hmm. yeah. And the town next door goes, we're fine. And so now and then you got those you've got one town. Towns. Yeah, you've not just that, but you've got one town that's just like, well, how come the town next door everything's still open? I've lost my entire business because I've, you know, put my investments into this community instead of that community. Mm-hmm. But now my community i'm suffering and i'm i'm going broke while that community is do, even doing even better because they're getting double the amount of money because they're getting their community's money and mm-hmm. our community's money who's moved over there when they want to do things because they're spending their money over there yeah so it becomes a problem of uh, once you pu- pass the buck down that far nobody's gonna in their nobody in their right mind even if you're thinking not about election is going to essentially just cripple their local tiny economy mm-hmm. uh to to, to save some lives it's just it's it just doesn't make any sense for your local area yeah yeah, yeah. when it comes to uh, that specific situation mm-hmm. and that's why those yeah. larger areas uh, that typically had more population uh, locked down uh, they knew <clears throat> that uh, for one they didn't really have any competition on the outside of the surrounding areas because it's quite rural down here in Georgia mm-hmm. um but not only that, but uh, they they really needed to lock down because of how many people they had, like those larger cities yeah. and everything. Uh, for example, California um, obviously has much stricter lockdown rules yeah. and everything. And uh, honestly, I think it's purely based on politics with that. Um, but it, it's interesting, um, yeah. the whole handling of the situation. Um, on a slightly lighter note, unless yeah. you have something else you want to say. Well, I was just going to say, you know, Trump has COVID. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I did hear. I, so we're going <laughs> to maybe show our our political leanings a little bit more right now. Um, it was literally the reason I got out of bed yesterday. <laughs> I was I was in bed. I had worked in like 30 minutes. And mm-hmm. I needed to like make coffee and get my shit together. And I was just like scrolling through my phone and just the, <laughs> like just scrolling, scrolling, just said Donald Trump has been uh, – diagnosed with COVID-19 and I just immediately like Google checked it to see if that was real and I got out of bed and I was like I'm ready for today <laughs> like, Dude, he I was, was just the like... one who tweeted about it too like yeah. uh, no, no other uh, you know secretary or person who speaks for him or whatever um, that posted it was just him and his Twitter account so um, yeah. and he had said him well, and the first lady which they yeah. call the FLOTUS which is just yeah, hilarious yeah you never heard that before no it makes me laugh dude FLOTUS has been a thing floaters. forever it's I the know, first lady I know, of the but it's, yeah of the United States but it just makes yeah. me laugh because that's the first time I've ever seen yeah. it in a hashtag form <laughs> yeah <laughs> hashtag well, yeah. FLOTUS hashtag FLOTUS was definitely a thing back when Michelle Obama was a thing people yeah, have yeah. said FLOTUS in reference back to like Jackie O probably yeah. longer before that but I've never heard of it further back than that definitely i just didn't see it very often just because of how twitter has exploded as a uh, news outlet sadly but um yeah things um it's just because if you want your news you only want in a hundred in 240 characters or whatever but they increased that didn't they i thought it was no it's it was 140 now it's 280 i think they doubled it so it's 280 now i think i could be wrong i barely use fucking twitter i never as said last episode of the podcast exactly (laughs) All right, but um, yeah, that it was from what I heard. There was 
uh, a couple choice tags that were uh, trending, <laughs> which were <laughs> Karma was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh God, what was the other one? I think the other one was obviously COVID, and then just a couple of ones related to uh, Donald Trump and uh, him people being excited or happy yeah. that he got COVID, which is in so, my opinion kind of fucked up. <laughs> it's kind of fucked up. Obama tweeted something that was correct which is he said regardless of your political leanings remember that he's a human being please don't yes. wish people to die yes. um he didn't say the last bit of please don't wish people to die but that was obviously what he meant by <clears throat> people are humans let's let's not literally um it's like when maggie thatcher died over here and <laughs> it was banned from the radio because oh, yeah. they within like a day the uk number one was dong, uh, ding dong the witch is dead oh my god yeah i think i remember <laughs> so your dad that, talking about that yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, Maggie Thatcher is definitely quite hated in Wales. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, but, oh, so for context, Johnson, Boris Johnson over here got COVID. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. he's alive still, uh, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> but but with Donald, it's, it's different. With Boris, if he had died, it would have been like, wow, what a dumbass. But if yeah. Donald dies, uh, my, my, my girlfriend's, my friend made a very good point. If he dies, he won't be the person who lost. He'll be a martyr, and then that's yes. harder. That's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's almost gonna solidify him as a beacon of right-wing goodness. Because now, even p- p- Republicans who've backed up, for, backed off from him, will still kind of go back to this image of Donald Trump. And shouldn't we? Uh, this, this, this. Like, it, he'll be, he'll be a martyr as opposed to the child who lost. Uh, when if he does in 2020, which cool. you know, who, I don't know. I, I I used to think that I would be able to guess it, but I thought Clinton had it in the bag. So well, here's the issue with American politics. Uh, whoever is in the what what is it? Whoever's the nominee or mm-hmm. the uh, whatever the your incumbent. political yeah, whatever your uh, your like Democratic or Republican uh, person is that they get behind. It becomes mm-hmm. this. They become like this person that cannot do anything wrong, and even though, because Donald Trump has been nothing but contradictory his entire presidency, <clears throat> but after each contradiction, those people—they're like flat earthers, man. Yeah. They—they they do not back down. They just instead and yeah agree with it and be like, oh yeah, no, he's still right. You know, like even though he downplayed coronavirus in the beginning. Yeah. And now he's got coronavirus. And even I remember people were asking the president during his uh, briefings, uh, Mr. President, why aren't you wearing a mask? They asked him this plenty of times. Yeah. And uh, his excuse or reasoning was very, you know, silly and nonchalant. Oh, they do nothing. It's fine. No, it's they, they barely do anything. It's, I don't need one. It's fine. But yeah, it was so stupid. Yeah. He was just saying. No, um, I think like, I think the worst thing that's come out of this election, regardless of who wins in a weird way especially if joe biden wins Mm -hmm. the worst thing that'll come out of this election is i remember in 2012 mitt romney i was watching the presidential debates and i was like and i I remember thinking actually mitt romney Romney. huh i actually like mitt romney so no i didn't (laughs) no i like him now well yeah i don't know what he's up to really that now these days but i'll just put it like um, this he's one of the only republicans who voted to impeach trump yeah i know that the uh the bushes did which i always thought was fucking great like <laughs> just like because essentially because of the how personally he attacked jeb bush the bushes have never fucking like forgiven him and i think wow. that's great mm-hmm. um 
And so any, uh, so, uh, yeah, so I remember 2012, Mitt Romney running for uh, president, and I was like, he has no policy other than I'm not Obama. And I was like, well, you can't be elected on I'm not this person. <laughs> but if Trump. Joe, yeah, if Joe Biden wins, his like most re- left wing Democrats, most of them don't like 50 percent don't like him. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't. They're like gonna him vote for him because he's not Donald Trump, and that's yes. now an acceptable stance to have exactly. when you're gonna become president. So that means. Four years down the line, somebody could run for I'm not Joe Biden. The only reason they'll win is because the right don't want Joe Biden. And that's not what we should be voting for for president. We should be voting for who's the best person, not who isn't the other guy. So I don't know how closely you were following like all of the uh, debates for the Democratic uh, National Convention and all that stuff. Oh, they were – yeah, no, I didn't because it was, it was just too many people. I followed, I yeah, followed the race. I didn't watch the debates, but I followed the race quite closely. Yeah, so I, I listened to the aftermath. I didn't watch mm-hmm. the actual debates, but I listened to the aftermath. And what was fucked up is, like, the whole thing was really, like, Bernie Sanders was killing it, yeah. right? Um, he was killing it up until people started dropping out of the race, and they mm-hmm. started putting their backing towards Biden, who kind of disappeared from the whole Yeah, I remember, like, in the beginning, like, Biden had, like, like I'm, I want to say from even even when they first started doing voting, like the amount of delegates he had after the first few states was like four. Like it was stupid. It was so yeah. low, nobody cared. And then the second Buddha judge dropped out, is literally just everyone, everything just went to, to Biden. Exactly. They all started uh, endorsing Which, you know what? Biden. As much as I disliked Buddha judge, I thought I thought this is a like a almost a beautiful moment in American politics. And to show how the left is, has changed and how America has changed is in 2020, mm-hmm. we had a, a homosexual male and a Jew debating whether or not they should be president of the United States. Like it used to be if you weren't like yeah. a white, straight Catholic, or Protestant, like mm-hmm. I remember, yeah, because it was like a big thing back in the day that Kennedy was Catholic and not Protestant. Like Really? That was a big deal? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because he was Irish Catholic. <laughs> instead of protestant like the u.s's majority that kind of protestant kind of you know uh, i wouldn't thing. say yeah. the u.s is a majority that i would just say that that probably was more like you know traditionalists thinking. traditionalists i'd say if yeah. you went to the, if you ask your religious friends in georgia are you protestant or catholic uh come back to me with that poll oh god yeah i want to find I, out because I, I i'd say because it, it's gonna uh, from my understanding it's gonna be majority protestant okay yeah. so this <laughs> we paused for a brief second we'll come we've come back now mm-hmm. um and we've come up to an odd discovery come, i've just been along to uh, like a way too long i think that some things i can't remember about the u.s and what they're called yeah so what the fuck is a toya and oh, what the- and a tea towel <laughs> is just it's like it's a tea towel like <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised your mother hasn't taught you what a toya is growing up. I mean, and your dad knows Spanish too. I know my dad, and my dad doesn't know Spanish. He knows specifically Mexican Spanish, like, and that's toya. Toya is one of those things. Yeah. uh, Anyway, uh, I forget. Yeah, you guys have to deal with the the Spanish Spanish as opposed to Mexican. Yeah, dude. I'll be be honest. I can't fucking understand it. (laughs) It's a little different. They they use a word. It's definitely a lot more. You can understand where where it's a lot more. So, like, 
I've always thought, I always thought that like I was like I could hear Italian, I could hear French, and mm-hmm. I can see and I can see like how Latin is spoken. I'm like, yeah, I see how you got to there. Mm-hmm. But then like Mexican Spanish would be like, how the fuck did you get from Latin to this? But then you hear Spain speak Spanish, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay, I can I can hear that now. But then yeah, yeah I I honestly I still don't really get it. Like I can I. I'm not very good at Spanish. I wish it was a lot better. Uh-huh. I I wish that I'd practiced more when I was in the area to do so. Uh-huh. Uh, but unfortunately, the most that I got was being able to order my burrito in Spanish. And <laughs> that got me some pretty good fucking burritos. That's all I really cared about. <laughs> um, but anyway. Dude, you know uh, what I haven't had in a long time is horchata. I fucking missed oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah, horchata's pretty fucking bomb. But um, anyway, so Toya is, from how you've described it, is essentially a tea towel. It's a small, um, small square bath towel. Like usually, you could use it for, you know, usually you use it to wipe your face down. To wipe down curtain like counters down, yeah. Either to wipe counters down or to wipe your face down, um, or yeah. to, you could use it. It's just a smaller, like, square towel. Yeah, that's essentially a tea towel. Yeah, like a six by six kind of. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what I just handed to Heather. Was yep. a. Uh, a sit like a six by six just kind of like plaid mm-hmm. cloth that's just to wipe down some stuff on the table yeah that's about it yeah so that's essentially a toya yeah. that's yeah. all it is well, i don't know what other name there is for it i guess tea towels that's a tea towel <laughs> if yeah. you want to sound really fucking white oh my god if i say that over here nobody's gonna know what the fuck i'm talking about even the white people <laughs> they'll be like what are you talking about man pass me a toya <laughs> no, they don't say that, but they'll use whatever their fucking term is. I don't know what their term yeah. is. Yeah, like a long time, um, it was difficult for me to understand that a canasta is also a dirty clothes hamper. Because uh, mm-hmm. I, I grew up uh, saying very broken uh, Spanish. Like there was yeah. like certain objects that I only knew by Spanish um, yeah. words. I didn't know. Yeah that tío and tía was the spanish word for aunt and uncle i really? thought those were the names of my aunt and uncle <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah i yeah. forgot about that yeah you told me that's that's really funny <laughs> yeah yeah i thought it was yeah it felt like it was it's interesting because i would have certain aunts and uncles that just sounded better when i said tío or tía before they yeah did, as opposed to auntie or uncle because like i'll be example, honest if I, if i had a kid here mm-hmm I would only have it refer to my brother, Rondri. We'll name drop him. Why not? Uh, my, I'll only have him refer to my brother as Theo. Just because, like, I'd want them to have that little bit of something that is from, like, my childhood as well. Yeah. For, for like, an, an aunt or an uncle in yeah. Rondri's case. Same. Uh, for example, my fucking nephew better be calling me Theo Marquis. <laughs> pissed off if he doesn't. Which one? Didn't, didn't, she have, didn't she have, like, two kids now? She did. She just had a little girl. No oh, shit! Wow. Yeah. That's, see, congratulations. That's how, thanks. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm really proud of my new niece. Um, mm-hmm. I contributed a lot. No, I didn't. I didn't. Do that <laughs> shit. Um, I did get her a nice uh, little uh, bathtub for her, though. She got like a little pink bathtub because she had a yeah. blue one for her boy, but she wanted to get something pink for the girl, so I got her that. But um, can I can I put you on blast for a second? Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the first pregnancy of yeah. like, <laughs> you were like, "Fuck," and I was like, "What?" And you were like my sister wants me to get something for her and you were like at my house and you were like I don't want to drive all the way out there and I was like oh okay and then you were like I gotta do it she's pregnant and then you were about to get up and I was like hey I have shingles 
you can't really i don't know if that'd be a good idea expose <laughs> like a pregnant woman to shingles and he was like he really just went that's a good idea and you called her like sorry i got shingles bye <laughs> just like <laughs> I don't remember this at all. <laughs> it was That's when, like, hilarious. we we were going up to Central California to work at, um, what's it called, that camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, and I came back I and I thought that I was covered in, like, bramble or bush. Like, I thought I'd hit, like, a poison ivy bush. Yeah. And I went to the hospital and the doctor, like, literally was like, just lift your shirt. He lift, I lifted it for, like, a second. He went, That's shingles. And I was like, you don't want to, like, swab it or, like, you know, do any other tests to <laughs> You don't want to be out. a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, you ever had chicken pox? And I was like, no. And he's like, that, that's shingles. Does it stop at your spine? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, that's shingles. What the hell? Okay. I mean, I guess you're sounding like a doctor now, but I still would like <laughs> you to maybe do some more shit. Yeah. That's, that's nuts, man. Uh, I do yeah. not remember any of that. But, um, yeah. Yeah, she's been doing good. Uh, and it runs in the family, dude. We have to have a boy first and then a girl. That's how it always works. Oh, yeah. I guess that is you and your sister set up. That, yeah, it was also my father and his sister. Yeah, I uh, don't know what my setup's gonna be, cause like, uh, my I mean, my dad had four, no, six. How many? Five boy, five boys, one girl. Um, but yeah. then like all of my 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 nibblings, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> they're they're pretty like scattered. Like, they all kind of had a mix of both. So it's kind of who knows. Yeah. Um, and then my mom, like it was, they had her her parents had two kids. It was boy and girl, and I think like a lot of her like aunts and uncles, they had two kids. That's boy, and it was like boy and girl. Mm-hmm. So it's like pretty just fifty fifty at this point. Yeah, if I have a kid, I'm almost like I'm about seventy five percent sure it's gonna be a boy first, and then the girl. Yeah, um, and if it's not, it's your wife's fault. <laughs> well, let me tell you, what will be her fault? Uh, if we have short kids, I'm blaming her completely. She's the, tall. Yeah, she's supposed to pass the tall gene on. Oh, so it's her fault that she it's didn't her give fault the genetics, for not passing yeah. it on. Yes, I would yeah. tell her that to her face when nah, I see Heather's it. shorter than me, so if I have kids, they're all just gonna be short. Like, oh, yeah, unless the Salgado gene like tall. comes through, like unless the like tall Salgado gene from my mother just like is dormant in me and will just show up. Well, Rodri got. Uh, he's pretty tall. Yeah, he's 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 a decent height. Yeah. I think he's like five nine. I want to say. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty. Well, that's actually technically average for a guy, but. Yeah, I mean, you and I are just short dudes. Like, I know. I fucking. Yeah. I'm so sad sometimes about it, but at the same time, I, I don't know. really care. <laughs> yeah, I'm mostly fine with it here. Like over here, people are shorter. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's it is just a bit of a Welsh genetic thing. Welsh people are just like around. My dad's height it, height is like kind of just standard here. Oh okay. <laughs> Sounds about so, right then. Yeah. But also, like, like my seven, grandmother, five, six. Um, my grandmother on my dad's side was like very short, so that doesn't help. Mm, okay. <laughs> but yes, my wife better have that tall gene passed on. That's the reason why I married her. <laughs> I'm going to tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> I used uh, to say that with one of my ex girlfriends who was like, she was quite tall. And uh, I was like, and she was like, does it bother you that I'm taller than you? I was like, nah, because if we have kids, like, then they can be tall and i can be like listen you little shit you dated I, a tall ma- girl I, <laughs> huh who the fuck did you date who's tall i'll message you afterwards no oh, okay <laughs> we're not we're not i thought we, i'm trying not to name drop people this episode because like we've done it to two people i'm trying oh, yeah. not to name drop right now <laughs> yeah just uh here let's just there now, who the fuck did you date when who was tall i'll just message you right now. i'll message you right now how's that oh, okay if you All really right. want to know i'll just i'll text you right now Okay, I'm I'm looking at my Discord. 
Oh, I put it on Facebook. <laughs> oh. Okay, you posted a status. I see. No. I'm what? I'm kidding. I'm... Oh, holy crap. I forgot about her. Great. Wow. <laughs> That's right. Man. Oh, yeah, because I think during that time I was already, like, moved out and away. And you everything. were not. In... Yeah, I, fr- I think you were in El Paso at that point. No, 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 no. I think I was. Wait, are you sure? Because I did live with my mom for a while. Um, where was that that was over in uh fucking pomona i did live in pomona for a while yeah but it wasn't then that was way wait but not with hannah though no i wasn't should i say your wife's name should i i don't care it's fine hannah's like so fucking common (laughs) okay um (laughs) but yeah (laughs) uh Uh, if you want to follow my wife uh her hashtag is hunter probs or whatever i don't know her at her at are, the, are you asking so we don't want to be added but you want them to at your wife whenever we say things wrong just at hannah <laughs> well if she wants to she could block him i mean she could she likes followers it's fine <laughs> <laughs> what is she a cult leader like <laughs> no she's just a twitter person she's a horse girl <laughs> so she's got a horse girl twitter and it's all horse yeah. shit and there's yeah. horse drama on there and everything. It's when a she gets equestrian drunk, shit. Oh no, Marcos? horse girl. It's it's horse girl. Um, no, it's... <laughs> no, I feel like equestrian is like reserved for the athletes. Horse girl is like a bunch of girls who barely have enough money to pay for their horse, and they eat like <laughs> fucking cereal every meal to survive for themselves. But they make sure their horses live a great life. That is a horse girl. Um, Anyway. I'm starting to feel some animosity here. <laughs> no, no, it's just that's how it is. Like, uh, you have your horse girls who are usually the ones who support themselves, and also a horse, and and you know most of their money goes to their horse. And then you have the mm-hmm. equestrian where their fathers pay for most of the horse stuff and everything else. In Daddy's life. estate has many of plenty of horses. Exactly, like... that is an equestrian. Every Sunday I take out old Peter for quite a nice ride, but uh, after that, uh, all the all the uh, the serfs and the say uh, so sorry we can't say serfs anymore. All, all the um, servants, the the, uh, the the people of the lower class who sleep in the quarters <laughs> underneath the house, they they take care of them on the other days of the week. <laughs> oh yes, of course the <clears throat> the servants. I don't know if they'd like being called servants. Yeah, I'll be hundred percent honest. Working in a call center in the UK uh-huh. has made me understand why British people really hate posh british people <laughs> oh really do they talk like that because no legitimately like people are like oh, hello i still the right <laughs> department jeez fucking... is that like, cartoony dude it's it's fucking hilarious and like My the second God. you see it you're just like you can like because it'll come in like where they're from and like yeah. the second you see it you're like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, jesus you just answer the phone they're like Hello, I'm trying to take care of my insurance today. I, I'm like, well, oh. I guess America didn't get it too far off with our impressions, huh? <laughs> well, the thing is that that impression is of, like, essentially the 1%. The mm-hmm. rest of the country talks in that, like, other accents. There's just there's too many fucking accents to say. Like, even, even where I am, yeah. there is a difference between an accent of somebody from Cardiff mm-hmm. and fucking barely i don't what's the difference between cardiff and, and barry barry who the fuck knows it's not that far i could i can bike there and it'll uh-huh. take me an hour it'll take me an hour to bike to barry and they have a different accent <laughs> wow that yeah. yeah you were telling me all these people having different accents and that kind of makes me think is it because like 
nobody ever leaves their hometowns or something? Cause... It's because essentially that used to be the case. Because say, people, people used to be such small, tight-knit communities mm-hmm. that accents developed there. Because even, even where I am here, Cardiff, mm-hmm. it's, a, again, maybe an hour bike ride up mm-hmm. to Ron the County, mm-hmm. and that's going to have a Ron the accent. And that's going to be – that's like the typical – that's like the accent that most people associate with Wales is the Rhonda accent. Like it's it's very – yeah, it's it's the typical Welsh accents from Rhonda. Whereas like there's even a difference between my brothers who were born and raised in Swansea. They mm-hmm. have a Swansea accent. My dad has a Snatley accent. Really? It's yeah. That. And there's a, there's a legitimate difference between them. I, and I can hear it to the point where uh, one of my nieces – even said she was like sometimes it's hard for me to understand grandpa because um he just his snatchly accent is so thick and it's just it's a weird one. Oh, can i can i say something uh, yeah. I, I know you're gonna fucking hate me for bringing this up but yeah, yeah. And i don't know if you want this on the podcast so uh you know i don't know okay, if I go, go, right go now, ahead it's but, fine uh, just as long as you don't name this, drop it's fine is this the cousin or the sorry is this the niece that i said i was totally gonna fuck like way back in the day that is 100 percent the niece. <laughs> oh my god oh my god dude what was wrong with me holy shit <laughs> Oh dear God! Yeah, because she's like our age, so I used yeah, to make yeah. that joke one time. Um, I was like, "Oh yeah." Well, race. I remember you didn't say that. You said that you were going to try and marry her so that you could be a part of the family officially. I did say. I that. don't remember it being so vulgar. Otherwise, okay. obviously, I would have tried to defend my family. Perhaps it wasn't as vulgar. Yes, but <laughs> maybe you your mind was full marriage, of sin, Reese. but your your words were a bit more. Well, I'll, uh, I was like, "What are your intentions <laughs> with my with my niece?" And you're like, "Oh, I want to marry her." Yeah. I was like, that's that's it, that's acceptable. Yeah, as long as you I take the Freeman last name. Introduce her <laughs> to some really good ass fucking Mexican food or something, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Mexican food here is pretty hard to come by. It's really upsetting. Yeah, that is that is. I imagine you know you miss it so sometimes. Yeah, um, I do. Uh, I try I and make here, it actually. here, because um, it's yeah. I try and I try and do. My mom still has my grandmother's recipe book from fucking way back when and it's just like uh just a shit ton of mexican food recipes and so i hit her up every once in a while to do those and i'll make them for for like my girlfriend or like for my roommates or things like that um but it is still like the closest we have is we've got a place in in uh on a so it's it's called caroline street but we call it chippy lane (laughs) because it's it's literally where like it's where every single fish and chip shop is on one street and it's like it's essentially like because when everyone's done being fucking pissed drunk for the night, they all just we all just go to that street and just <laughs> go and get a, like some chips before we go home, or yeah, like sounds, a kebab before yeah. we go home, and that like really j- one of the worst times I've ever seen. I don't even know how it recovers from it. Is there's like uh, it was the 2018, 2018, no 2019, uh, Welsh rugby six nations so it's the six nations and and wales won the six they won the grand slam which means they won all six games and they they were the winners because they got the most points in the fixtures so they got the grand slam um so wales won fucking cardiff went nuts it's one of the best days of my life it's just drinking with like because even the irish who were all there because we were playing ireland for the last game oh yeah we were all drinking out with them and like we were just having a great time it was fucking hell of a night and chippy lane on the fucking end of the night was it, there was a very narrow path you could walk along because the rest was filled with either chips on the floor or 
uh, just the cardboard boxes that were like they were supposed to be in. Now, now by chips you mean fries? I mean, I mean fries, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if it's was actual fucking chips. This, so I fucking hate. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> go on. There is this fucking cultural fair that goes on here in Augusta every year that, okay. that they're so proud of because oh it's like highlighting all the cultural diversity of our great in Georgia little, <laughs> in our great little Augusta Georgia where we have you know the Masters Golf Tournament and this cultural fair well I go there and I'm like oh yeah I, I can have some fish and chips and I go to the little fish and chips booth I'm like yeah okay I'll get it I'll get an order they give me the shittiest piece of fucking fried catfish catfish Ooh. and uh, fucking potato chips and like actual potato <clears throat> chips potato chips yes actual oh, potato fuck. chips that's disgusting yeah i'm like how is this this is not culture like this is like no, you whitewashing that's shit <laughs> that's worse that's like when my my brother uh ordered a burrito in like Con- connecticut and uh-huh. they asked him if he wanted fries on the side <laughs> <laughs> and he was no. like no i want beans on the side like a fucking burrito comes with it <laughs> Yeah, refried beans, goddammit. Yeah, refried bean, beans with a bit of rice. I essentially want what's already inside the, the burrito, outside the burrito as well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it does taste good, though, that California No, it does burrito, taste good, yeah. When they put uh, fries and a carne asada in, uh, with the french fries and all that inside yeah. of there, and avocado. No, no, it is good, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, that was God. what I was saying. So California burrito is yeah. the only place where I can get Mexican food here, and it's just a Chipotle. But it's like even <laughs> more whitewashed Chipotle. Oh, so no. <laughs> yeah. Because Chipotle is pretty fucking whitewashed as it is. Yeah. 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 I'll make Kodoba? a really terrible, terrible joke that's kind of racist, but it's Do kind it. of funny. Because <laughs> I said this to our friend Boogie. I was like, uh, it's Chipotle, but more, it, but whitewashed. And he was like, how do you get more whitewashed than uh, Chipotle? And I was like, Polish people. <laughs> <laughs> that's stupid. <laughs> but that, it's, I mean, it's just, it's the, like, Polish people in the UK are kind of the equivalent to, like, uh, yeah, Mexicans here, they just kind of work service jobs. Well, they also immigrated um, a lot, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, Miss Stengel was one that, she didn't go to the UK, obviously, she came to America instead, but... Well, Stengel yeah. was, wasn't she Jewish? No. No? Was she no. not? Okay. She, she was Because that's a lot of, why a lot of Jewish. Polish people, like people who are Polish descent, descent from, I'm generalizing so much here. <laughs> Polish descent in the U.S. My understanding is a lot of them are Jewish because essentially they were immigrating when uh, just before uh, Germany invaded. Well, no, she immigrated when she was a child. Yeah, I remember she was like 15, but they still like yeah. like it's one of the things here of like I've noticed like I was like how come there's not as many Jewish people in the U.K. or France or Germany? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's because why would you want to return here? <laughs> why would you want to go back to the place? That was like, let's have a whole war deciding whether or not you should exist. <laughs> yeah, let's have a genocide. Yeah. yeah. But it's just, so it's a bit, I get it. Like, there's just, they're not really here. They're, or at least not in Wales, especially. Like, mm-hmm. I think there's uh, some, quite a lot of Jewish communities in um, London, but I, I don't know because I'm not in London. I'm in Cardiff. God, the dude. Real culture capital of the UK. <laughs> Speaking of Jews, the amount of, um, fucking like the amount of hate crimes and stuff that has been going on since under this presidency has yeah, been I've heard. insane like yeah. it crimes against jewish people too it's like what what is this yeah. the 19 fucking 40s like what the hell well ranty, rampant anti-semitism started the <clears throat> 1930s uh marcos come on brush up on your history uh, listen <laughs> listen it, it, it was at its peak 
in the 1940s. But anyway. well, no, it was it was at his peak at 1939. <laughs> oh my God! All right, if you want to split hairs, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's just crazy because like it's still, you get my point. Long fucking time ago, you'd think we were we were past that. And uh, yeah, no, it's it is it is so stupid. I just don't get it. It was terrible. And then uh, I don't yeah. know if you saw the the images, but uh, when New York State was under its complete lockdown. A lot of the Jewish mm. community was out there getting fucking hosed down and shit. Um, but those, really? those, yeah, those were those real like Hasidic Jews with the freaking sideburns and all that shit. Yeah, there's a huge population of that up in uh, New York, and yeah, um, they still wanted to practice their religion. They felt like you know this lockdown was causing them to not be able to have one of their rights, which was freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. And so they were gathering, and as they were exiting their uh, temples, you know, in large groups. Uh, there was anti-riot police out there hosing them wow. fucking down to, to to split them up, and it was fucked up, dude. <laughs> that My God, it's it was just crazy. And then you know that only sparked more like, oh, you know, uh, defund the police and all that shit. And yeah, man, this shit, it's been a fucking crazy fucking year, man. It's been it's been especially rough um, for me in a sense that I have had a really difficult time essentially watching all of this from 5,000 miles away and uh-huh. like what am I supposed to do yeah. like I just uh, you know there's there's nothing I can I can't feel like I can contribute at all to essentially what feels like the disillusion of and and just dis- and like yeah just the crumbling like unity of my country uh-huh. that I do actually still Despite what I the jokes I made, you know, last episode uh-huh. about you know deserting my country and fuck America, like <laughs> it is my home. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, yeah. Um, and it's just rough to watch all that from over here yeah. and feel like I can't really help in any way outside yeah. of what signed a couple petitions, sent some fucking money to a to a uh, you know a charity fund. But sure, what is that? But, but like it's just it just doesn't feel like I'm actually contributing to a society uh-huh. that I do wish to continue. Yeah. Um, cause I think, I think there's, yeah, I think there is quite a lot to gain from America being a thing. I think America's, uh, I, I truly do love the country. Um, and I think the values that it espouses though, you know, it doesn't always uphold them. Uh-huh. They're worth trying to aim toward. It's uh-huh. like having a dartboard and throwing darts and missing just because you're missing doesn't mean the bullseye is wrong. It just means that you're missing. Are you talking about like shooting, aim for the moon, and if you miss, you land among the stars? Kind of bullshit. Yeah, you know. No, no, I, I, no. I mean, it, I'm not saying that if you miss the moon, oh well, it's still gonna be good because missing the moon is systemic racism. <laughs> like, oh well, no, no. I'm saying like, I'm, I'm saying that you know, if it does, America, the principles that America espouses aren't broken. We're just mm. missing the target. And that doesn't mean that the target's wrong. It means that we're just missing, and we just need to fix, fix it to make it get to where we're supposed to be, which is yes. freedom and liberty and pursuit of happiness for everyone, regardless of anything you are, regardless yeah. of of who the fuck you are, and regardless of what I think about who you are. You still have the same, you know, rights to those three things that everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Except Mexicans, they need to go back to their country. No, they need to go home, obviously. Go home, Marcos. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> you know what I saw? It was this Fox News headline that was like, um, they were talking about, yes, yeah, so, you know, the, 
these are the other Mexican countries, and oh, that God. was their headline. That was their news headline. Oh. Mexican countries, multiples, mm-hmm. plurals. Yeah. Then you look down, and uh, I think they were talking about some like terrorists or something like that. You mm-hmm. know, they came from these Mexican countries, and it's just like, what? Okay. Um, well, here's the thing, Marcos. I'm the son of an immigrant, and I did the uh, – the the best thing that you're supposed to do when you're the child of an immigrant which is i went back to my home country because that's where i belong uh, <laughs> yes you went back to your home country i went i went back to wales because that's where that's where my father is from and i have no business being in the united states you need to do the same step up marcos you know what you're fucking right man i need a shit man i gotta hop back over that border i just realized that's a fucking hilarious argument i can't <laughs> oh crap no, I have no interest in returning to Mexico, sadly. Uh, I do like to visit, though. It's fucking I, fun. I really want to visit Mexico City, because I've heard it's fucking awesome. Yeah, I have family down in Mexico City. I just never met nice. them. Yeah. Um, so do you, have a, do you have a cities bucket list? Like, cities you want to get to before uh, you die? Because I could probably tell you mine. Honestly, I'll miss a few, but I could tell you mine. I honestly don't uh, really okay. have a cities bucket list. I think I have mm-hmm. more of a, like, kind of like a, a country bucket list like i yeah, would love obviously. to travel to um new zealand um i do want to go to okay. uh what is it uh iceland um Ikeland. what are you sure they speak icelandic there it's pretty stupid language i just want to visit to sightsee i don't want to like fucking hang out with the people um uh, I'm, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> horrible <laughs> i just want to visit the country but if you if all 300,000 of you could fucking vacate before i get there that'd be great thanks listen i'm gonna bring my american money i know it you know it, it's worth something in some it's other really countries. not they deal in kronas well they, there's an, uh... and it's like a stupid like like a stupid <laughs> it's it's really stupid like they're fucking it's so inflated but they've just never fixed it so like um, it's the it's the problem of like what happened with with, what, with especially old currencies. No, they use krona. No, but I'm saying rupees is like ridiculously inflated. Is it like that? Um, kind of. I don't know about to Dude, this day. Stop flapping your tail at me. I'm doing a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, cause like the same thing of like francs back in the day before they switched the euro were so oh, like high, yeah. like the amount like it was like 500 francs for like fucking ba- basically normal shit. Um, and the same with like essentially other currencies but yeah anyhow uh so it's like a th- it's like i think it was like two thousand krona for like a sandwich mm-hmm. uh at the airport and it was like f- seven bucks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, I mean they're gonna have a currency exchange over there so it'll be fine yeah i'll just you know exchange like 200 bucks and i'll probably be able to live a, a decent time well depends on how long you're there they're, yeah, I'm not trying to be there too yeah. long. I, I really just want to go uh, sightseeing and uh, for nature and all that, mostly. Mm-hmm. Like, just check out their their yeah. natural occurrences that you just don't see other places. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I had a layover so. there once. You got what? You got laid? <laughs> I had a layover there. Oh, okay. I no, you I, I had a layover there. there. I did not fuck somebody in the airport toilet, though, at the same time. It's like, so damn, I, um... Reese, where's your map with all the pins on it for all the <laughs> countries you've had sex I bought... In? I bought one of those maps where you like scratch off where you've been. Yeah. Uh, except being a uh, fucking really a person who does really want to visit places, I only scratched off it's with the United States. I only scratched it off California, Arizona, and New Mexico, and that's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, and Vegas and and Nevada. 
because uh, I've seen Vegas, so fuck it. I don't, I don't even see Boulder City. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dude, Reno. Um, Reno is pretty nice. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's like they call it the little, what, the biggest little city or some shit like that. It, it definitely I think I've heard like that. Yeah. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I only I only scratched off uh, Baja California in Mexico because oh, I was yeah. like, well, there's other states in Mexico I do want to visit. I'm not just gonna cross off Mexico because I've been to fucking Baja California. I know, right? Um, it's like, <laughs> yeah. So I crossed off all of those, and then I crossed off Ireland because I've visited essentially the. Uh, there's still more I'd want to see, mm-hmm. but I've been to Dublin, Belfast, and Galway, mm-hmm. and that's essentially like a nice little triangle of the whole island. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody's gonna like message back and be like, "What about Cork?" <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been to those three places. So I scratch off Ireland. I scratched off England because I've been to the south of England. So fuck them. Because <laughs> 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 um, I've been, I like, I had a really nice time. Uh, me and my girlfriend biked all around, like, not all around, but like a decent distance of of south, mm-hmm. um, south thing. I don't know what the county is called that she's in. It's by Southampton and like toward going toward Dorset. We were in a town called Limington. It's this very nice, very rich area. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were like passing by this truck and it was like, an, like there's all these nice cars there. Cause it's a very rich area. Like I said, and there's one like beat up, like really beat up Ford truck. And I just looked at it and I was like, that's the car I want. And she's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Those yeah. are those are great projects, man. They're super simple. Yeah. They're just like fucking old fashioned V8s. There's not much to them. Yeah, they don't speak in engine sizes here. They speak about the amount liter, that uh, the engine holds. Yeah. yeah, or That's they don't weird. say liters. Like sorry, they say um, cubic meters, right? No, they say liter. So they'll say like, uh, like a two point two liter engine. Oh, they do say liters yeah okay. and I d- i'm like what that's cool what i don't know what that means like people are like they'll talk about like that that like it means anything to me but like i don't outside of i know what a v4 does i know what a v6 does and i know what a v8 does yeah and that's that's out about it for me usually if it's a four liter you're you're looking at maybe around a, a v8 if you get like oh, a, yeah, I figured. Or, well you could have a so it's usually about three liter to four liter you got a v6 uh, mm-hmm. five liter and up, even a four point six liter and up, or four point five, you're you're hitting V eight territory, just because mm-hmm. like you know you need more. Yeah, well, cylinders. I figured as much. This uh, guy came through to me, and he had gotten an American import car, mm-hmm. uh, and it was a, it was a Dodge Ram, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like that's I was like hey man, that's a good car. <laughs> and he was like he was like yeah he was like it's an American import. And he was, I was like yeah I'm American. I learned on that car. I learned how to drive on that car. <laughs> oh yeah yeah you totally did your dad's truck yeah yeah. Remember when it was like having issues? <laughs> when it would like backfire the all the time yes. in the middle of driving, and, just, uh, and you'd just be like, "And my dad just being a total fucking shitster would just yes. like look at us and be like, hope it's not gonna explode.'" And we're like, "That's not funny." <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, which is why he kept saying the joke because you would laugh and I'd be like, "Stop encouraging him, please." Listen, me and your dad had great times together. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh man, that was funny. But yeah, yeah, I forgot he had that for a while, man. It. Uh, what'd you guys do with it? Traded in or something? Um, I want to say he traded it in, uh, to like Carmax and got um. You got that Volkswagen, didn't you? No, that was my mom's car. My mom, he got he got the little fucking uh soccer mom car, little Honda Odyssey. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, because my mom had the Honda Odyssey, and they uh, yeah they traded in the Dodge. My dad's Dodge Ram 
for her to get the Honda or no the VW the Volkswagen. Yeah, it was something a, the Passat. I want to say or something like that. No, it was the. It, it's like the more uh, luxury uh, Volkswagen. Yeah, who knows? Uh, they they have so many fucking models for Volkswagen. But, yeah, I uh, I really like Volkswagen to be honest. But I really to be honest, the the model the kind of car that I want to get in this country mm-hmm. is for a very specific person purpose. Why? And it's that purpose is to correct people every time they say it wrong. <laughs> oh, what is it? So, uh, there's a French car company called a Peugeot. Oh, I know, I know Peugeot. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. know how they fucking say it in this country? Oh God, how do they say Pagat? No, they say Peugeot. Peugeot. Yeah, oh. they put an R in there, like for no reason. Yeah, that's weird. And it literally, like every, like I, I, like I said, I work in insurance, and every customer says Peugeot. You should get a, uh, what is it? A, and a, then I'll refer back. I'll be like, so just to double check, that's about the Peugeot. <laughs> <laughs> you should get an Alfa Romeo. Ah, no. I don't really like it. I don't so like the, nice. To be honest, it's because I don't really like the design of their logo. on the front Really? Of the you don't yeah, like no, I don't the, really I, I like the design. I think it's kind of nice. What is it? It's like a little green dragon and like, it just yeah. looks like a little, little circular <laughs> emblem. I don't know. Uh, they do typically have like a V-shaped um, mm-hmm. uh, grill on there, though. That's that's the classic. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's the classic um, Alfa Romeo look logo. But um, yeah, I think those are so nice. Uh, I'm still, I still would really, I want to solve because you can still get them really over here, kind of. You can not too difficultly. Huh? Yeah, I mean they're fucking killer, and they like they're they're 100 project cars. Because at this point they're just so old. Yeah, they, they really just, are. They're, yeah, but they they might be a little difficult to get parts for. So, it, or yeah, and that they're expensive. expensive to I should say. For yeah. That reason, yeah, you should definitely get that Peugeot. That would be uh, fantastic. Yeah, Those Peugeot. are great cars. Let they're, me tell you. Well, they're all right, <laughs> dude. No, they have a history in uh, what's it called? Uh, rally racing. Yeah, but the market ones they make for here, like, I'll be honest, every person I know has a Peugeot, like, something's going wrong with that car. Well, they are, uh, so they were originally created like the Honda Civic, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're supposed to be economy class cars. Um, well, even more economy, well, not maybe not so much now, but, like, back in the day was Citroën. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and now they also have, you know, they're really raced out freaking... 300 horsepower fucking death trap yeah. <laughs> which i love i think is amazing yeah i would love that shit um but that, that's what i would get yeah would get i'm trying to get my license all fixed up over here but it's still just taking it's taking three years and i'm still not fixed i have still, still haven't fixed it yeah um that's, that's upsetting I, you know it's uh, after i got out of the army um i had to retake my driver's test because it was too much of a pain in the ass to get a driver's license or to yeah. get my driver's license again because yeah. I was originally licensed over in California, and mm-hmm. then I would have to go back to California in order to renew it, or I'd have yeah. to have them fax over paperwork to Ohio to get it all done. And it was just too that's much what I had ass. to try and do. To, but no, even then they wouldn't let me uh, change it over here because they said since the test system isn't national standard, it's mm-hmm. state by state. <clears throat> the UK government is not going to figure out what each state standard is to find out whether or not all 50 state standards to find out whether or not my state has the standards that meet theirs so, so i just so have to retake stupid. it that's so dumb. i mean i kind of get it at the same time no they should just make it one standard listen someone in the countryside 
should also know how to drive in the city. Well, yeah, I mean, you and I both had to re- like deal with that. With um, there's like a shit ton of quest questions on the theory test, like the, oh, yeah. the, the written yeah. test there that is. were like very clearly about Northern California. Mm-hmm. And you were like, "Well, I don't know how to deal with a trolley because I'm not in fucking San Francisco, so <laughs> uh, I will never deal with that." So thank you, but ne- give me a different question, please. Right? Yeah. But you had, but yeah, we had that problem. I I had that problem a lot taking the theory test in in this in California anyway. So I took my I had to take the test again, but in Ohio, which was a little different. Uh, they mm-hmm. actually have this test that's called a maneuverability test, which is weird. You know how in California, mm-hmm. you know, we'll do the parallel parking. Well, they don't have a parallel parking test. They have a maneuverability test where you have to back up and, like, do, like, a weird Y configuration with the vehicle, and Mm -hmm. uh, you got to pass that, and then you're good to go. But I always shove it in my wife's face that I passed both her (laughs) little Ohio test because I think she said hers was notoriously hard, and I was like, oh, really? (laughs) Go take a California driver's license test. So did you have to do what you're talking about again so, like, to transfer to Georgia? No. No, I did not. It was much easier for me to come down to Georgia with my – because I had a current license from Mm -hmm. Ohio, so it was easy for me to just give them my current license. The issue is that while I was in the Army, my driver's license with California expired, expired and I didn't have a way to renew it. And so when I came to Ohio, it was like a huge pain in the ass, and I really needed a car or to drive my car immediately because I was trying to find a job. So I was like, ah, fuck it. Let's just do this shit. Anyway. It's one of the things with this country that, I, to be honest, the only thing I need a car for is grocery shopping. That's it. (laughs) Like, uh, because public transportation here is good, because things are so small and compact over in this country, I really don't need it. Like, I've gone three years, in reality, perfectly fine without a car. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, never have really had a problem. I can go where I need to go. I can walk where I need to walk. I've got, they've got next, these, uh, this bike system in this, uh, in Cardiff called Next Bikes. Mm -hmm. And it's literally just, there's stations all over town. And you just pop them up and just go where you want to go. And that's yeah. it. And then drop it off the nearest station. That's literally what I do for everything. They for commuting that's... to work, getting where I want to go, doing what I want to do, exercise. I used to uh-huh. do the bike ride up the uh, the Taff River, which, again, I mentioned is the main river in yeah. Cardiff. And it goes all the way up to uh, – to I would I'd go from the, like, the bottom of the Taff River where I used to live over in Riverside Grangetown area. Uh-huh. And it's like city center area. And then, like, it was a hour bike ride up till I saw this place called Kastesh Koch, <laughs> oh. which uh, is a really nice, like, Victorian-style castle uh, up on the hill right at, like, the beginning of the, the valleys. And it's uh, really nice. And then I'd bike down. Oh, nice. Um, uh, do people skateboard there or longboard? <laughs> uh, no. There are skate parks, and there are some people who skate, but it's not, like, as common. Um, to see people say, skate around like you see so in like common. yeah yeah well biking super common i don't really see people skateboarding i'm really glad i'm still not seeing anybody rollerblading because i swear to god <laughs> if that shows up over here i'm gonna fucking I'm, i'll move to fucking botswana where there's not a fucking nobody even knows what a rail rollerblade is what's <laughs> wrong with rollerblading do we do we have enough time on this podcast? Uh, well, I mean, we're about an hour in. We should probably talk about <laughs> Perfect Blue. To be honest. <laughs> we really should. Okay, how about just briefly? I really need to pee. Okay. Do you mind entertain? Just entertain really quick. Uh, tell, well, tell a quick story. Tell a. 
I have an know. idea. Uh, I mean, if it's not too much on you, we could always just put in some like weird fucking like uh, like elevator music or sound effect bullshit right here. Uh, I'd have to try and find. I'm trying to make um, some. The problem is I'm not home anymore, so I don't have my ah, guitar. So I'm okay. trying to get a theme song for us done on uh, fucking what's it called the uh, uh, what's the app called on this phone on my iPhone GarageBand I'm trying to get oh, a, Garage a, a song yeah, yeah. a song done for us on the piano in GarageBand but it's so tiny and it's uh, really difficult to fucking play piano on it so yeah. I'm trying to do something for you still have an iPhone? Music. yeah I still have an iPhone oh yeah, my gosh I, I moved away from that anyway go pee okay I'll, I'll pee <laughs> um, either entertain or tell me afterward that you didn't and I'll put in music all right, perfect. Cool. Entertain. Um, let's see. So the movie we will we will be doing a short review on in just a moment after Reese gets back from draining the snake or bleeding the serpent, whatever you uh, want to call it, uh, is a movie called Perfect Blue. It is an animated film that I had the pleasure of watching. Uh, I want to say a couple weeks ago. I definitely watched it this month. I, I was going to watch it again uh, before this uh, podcast, but actually didn't end up doing so. But anyways, it, yes, it's a, it's a film by Satoshi Kon. Um, very famous uh you know, anime film director. Um, this movie was, you know, made, came out in 1997. Yeah, let's see here. Whatever information can I come up with it? Uh, I listen to a lot of, um, I don't actually know the specific genre, but it, it takes a bunch of uh, Japanese, either animation inspired or uh, like Japanese lounge music uh, like one song that I know became wildly popular out of nowhere due to a, a YouTube algorithm mess up was a song called Plastic Love let me look up who that's by again I always forget um, but they'll take music like that and you know add a so it's by Maria Takayuchi and it is a fantastic song if you have never listened to it please do but uh, there's these artists who will take this this music and they will you know kind of create an electronic groovy um, sound to it and to me I vibe with it very well anyway what are we talking about what oh I'm talking about music and cham and kind of how this movie ah uh, yeah, inspires yeah. a lot of the music that I listen to, uh, numerous bands that I've listened to, for example, uh, Makarosu 8299 and mm. uh, Patsu, as well as Young Bay, which are some artists that I listen to, um, will actually take inspiration mm. from. Oh, hold on, give me one what, second. Like the I three songs in this movie? Hold on. I, I need to find my fucking. There it is. Work phone case i get a call okay we're good all right anyway uh yeah they they will take uh inspiration from this movie and uh you know apply it to their music and uh make some 
groovy, I want to almost say nostalgia feeling type type music. Uh, I think it's interesting how music and songs from this uh, time can make someone like myself, who was really just a toddler, feel nostalgic. It's strange. Yeah. Like, why is it that people our age who were never alive during the 80s feel nostalgia for the 80s? It's just strange. Uh, because but... the music there is fucking bomb. <laughs> I know, right? But anyways. Yeah, uh... I, do, I do fucking love 80s tunes. Man. So I was just, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was just going over um, Satoshi Khan, the director, and yeah. Kinda... So I accidentally, uh, I was saying that I wanted to watch Perfect Blue this week, um, which, and then I was like, I don't feel like watching it tonight, which apparently was code for we're gonna watch Paprika then instead. So I actually watched Paprika as well. You watched Paprika? Yeah. God damn it, I haven't watched it yet. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we can't. Why didn't you tell me? Well, because I, I, I don't know, because I, I still watched Perfect Blue as well. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah, like, I didn't, so we're going to do the review on Paprika now. <laughs> no. no, I watched Perfect Blue as well. I was just saying I also watched Paprika. Oh, God, and, I got to watch uh, that. My girlfriend was even trying to get me to watch uh, Grandpa something or something, like uh, the other film that he's really famous for. Oh, she was yeah. like, that way you can go in with all of his, all three of his like big films. That would be awesome. That would yeah, be awesome. But, um, and uh, to be honest... I, I dug Paprika more than this, so I'd say you probably should watch Paprika because so I liked Paprika, it more than Paprika. So Paprika, yeah, Blue. it's it's much different. Obviously, it's one of his uh, later works. Uh, Perfect Blue was his very first. Yeah. However, film. Perfect Blue is uh, an example of I don't know how to say this. It sounds not shitty. So I really don't like animes. <laughs> okay. Um. And one of the reasons I don't like animes is there's a lot of tropes and things in it that just and one of the so the biggest thing that about anime that gets to me that really struggle I struggle to understand uh -huh. is it's a visual medium it's uh -huh. it's animation it's you are creating everything that the the viewer sees every detail everything it's not like a set where you show up and you're like you're like what should we have on this desk and we're like I don't fucking know put some shit on his desk like no it's somebody was like what should be on his desk let's draw it because we have to come up with this character and what's going to be there uh -huh. um and yet in a lot of anime people will just fucking talk aloud all, all the time to themselves <laughs> it really bothers me i'm like shouldn't we be able to get that information from the visual stuff you've clearly put a lot of time and effort into making uh -huh. um so i don't understand why that's just not more readily a thing but this movie didn't have any i was about uh, to say that yeah that. it didn't narrate this, to itself yeah, yeah. This movie was, was the most cinematic anime I've ever seen in my entire life, including like including what? Paprika, which I just saw a couple days ago. Hold well. on, have this... you seen um, Akira? Yeah, I've seen Akira. Yeah, there's none. There's zero uh, self narration in Akira. Listen, uh, he here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna rewatch Akira. <laughs> Okay. And you're going to take a shot every time somebody <laughs> screams the word Kanida. <laughs> God, no. I will die. Yeah. I can't. That's, that's... Yeah, that's too much. All right. Yeah, that one does feel a lot more Dragon Ball Z kind of fucking yeah. just pointless words. But yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I see your point there. Yeah. This isn't like that at all. Yeah. This is this way movie, more mature. It was, it was good. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was visually very good. I thought it was – it was – it was just – it was – unlike any other anime that i've ever seen um, did you, did you and which see was i thought was interesting especially considering i'd seen paprika which is his later work uh -huh. um and and it was still this movie which is like you said is his first you said uh -huh. yeah it's his yeah. first movie um it was the you know it was, 
it was honestly like it was it felt like something even movie wise i'd never really seen um and i almost feel like there is a bit of it that being animation allowed it to go toward that dreamlike confusion yes. that you wouldn't be able to get through um like through, through regular through, real life regular yeah, yeah through real life cinematography um, and uh directing whatever yeah yeah it was it was it was just very good it was it was very very good yeah i yeah. i think that's how animation should be used as it, it mm-hmm. should be used to do things you can't do in real life um because otherwise why even bother using the medium you know yeah. like if you're not gonna use everything that you can use to make this uh better as an animation then you might as well have just gone and make it real life because you know there's again a lot more um i would say advantages to uh i don't want to keep saying real life but you know <laughs> a real life film um but uh do you do you know why it's called perfect blue um so i haven't because i didn't done get i didn't research. i was like that was like my first question in the second movie ended i was like what does that have to do with oh blue? oh okay <laughs> i could tell you something that might suggest it um i think it's honestly kind of like uh not a play on words but it is a uh it's a contrast that's what it is mm-hmm. uh if you look at the entire movie if you were to watch it again and red. just noticed how uh blue the film is like in you know in regular film editing you would call that almost like a like a filter or not a filter but um there's just a a a color toward a color correction yeah color correction where you make it more blue if you watch the film it is very blue throughout the whole film um Mm -hmm. uh, you you see definitely you see uh blue it's just not as obvious uh, in the film, but if you were watch it a second time, I think you might see it a little more. But another thing okay. is that perfect. If you watch the movie, you get to see certain shots of red, and yeah. that is an exact. Uh, I think it's called opposite. A, yeah, yeah, but it's not really called a. An but it's opposite. not because yeah. the opposite of red is yellow. No, sorry, no, no, that's wrong. The purple is the opposite of yellow. Um, on the color wheel, on color theory, yeah, yeah, yeah. the opposite of red is not blue. It no, it's not. Else. But it is a, it, you know, there's a word for it, but I forget what it is right now. Um, but essentially, blue and red, when you put them together, they, oh, they kinda... green. Sorry, the purpose, the opposite of of red is green. The opposite of blue is like a very, uh, a more yellow orange, like a yeah a yellowy orange <laughs> yeah but but blue and red go together very well when looking mm-hmm. at it together and i just yeah. can't remember what well, the primary colors yes they are primary colors um and maybe that's why they go together well but um mm-hmm. so you'll notice throughout the entire film um you'll see these uh shots of red and what mm-hmm. it does is it kind of slowly it, it guides our main character it kind of and it also acts as the madness or the change that is yeah. going on in her. And it reflects yeah. everything that we see our main character going through. And it also works as a foreshadowing for the viewer. When you start noticing uh, 
a lot of red in a scene, you know, because it'll start off very small mm. hints of red here and there, whether it's red on a magazine or red on uh, a car or a person is wearing a red jacket. You'll notice these little hints, because like you were saying, Reese, every single thing in that shot has to be, or in that frame, since we're talking animation, mm -hmm. um, has to be carefully thought out and, and all that. So that's what they did with that. They used color theory to their advantage and really tried to put these small little things in there as part of their storytelling. And it, I think it's fantastic now. Um, yeah. You notice, obviously, when the room is completely blue or when everything around her is completely blue, that's when she is mostly herself, is how I perceived it, is okay. when everything was kind of fine and, and she was her. Because, obviously, she has... In this film, you kind of see three different personas. You see herself when she's away from her fans in her room. You see hmm. uh, herself when she is in front of her fans and performing and like an actress and then you see mm -hmm. the third version of herself which is the self that is fighting against this change mm -hmm. you know and let's just give a little backstory for those who haven't seen perfect blue first of all watch it it's really good <laughs> even if you don't like anime give it a shot i'd say you know? give it a shot if you don't like anime because again i don't like anime yeah. and i still really enjoyed it um however i still even though i don't like anime I will always put the preface forward. I worked really hard to find a subbed version of this. Please never watch dubbed. When they when you get dubbed versions, you are getting uh, most of the time underpaid, not very good actors who yes. are <laughs> like they got them because it was a cheap way to get voices over a already existing thing. If you want, I think this is a perfect uh, movie even to to explain why you should always watch subbed, and that is because especially considering you're watching someone deliver a line poorly and then in a dreamlike sequence deliver the line perfectly even though you don't understand japanese you understand empathy and how people like are supposed to communicate with each other and you can understand that when watching the film and realize which lines are wrong and which lines are correct and i think that's when you understand that subbed is better because these are people they picked and the director who sat there and said no you said that wrong say it again and you're going to get that version just i can't stress how much i don't like dubbed versions of anything yeah and not only that but also uh the issue with dubbing is that mm. they oftentimes uh prioritize uh you know communication in terms of you the viewer understanding what they're saying over what actually needs to be uh like communicated emotionally or they tried to force words in there that weren't in there before in order to match the character's mouth. So you'll notice that mm. um, inflections are different. You'll notice that uh, sometimes they speak English uh, incorrectly or quickly. Uh, for a great example of that is Speed Racer. That's why <laughs> uh, they said, you know, they spoke very quickly in it and always said, haha, at the end is because they needed mm -hmm. to fill in the space uh, at the end of the word. But yet the yeah. character's mouth, the animation's mouth, was still moving because it was in Japanese originally. Yeah. So it, you get all these weird things that wouldn't be like that uh, if when you listen to it uh, as the subbed version. Because now you're seeing everything is fluid and natural, and you actually get the real uh, thing, you know? it's. Mm -hmm. 
that's why you should always watch subbed if you can yeah um, and i actually I... so weirdly enough amazon didn't have it and i i amazon I, has I, it it wasn't in amazon uk oh amazon uk is very different yeah it is that sucks you should have um, used a vpn I should have. Uh, which brings us to today's sponsor. <laughs> um. Nord VPN. <laughs> no. uh, Nord, if you do want to sponsor us, I would love a sponsorship. That'd be great. I know um, we don't have any watchers or viewers or whatever, no. but we haven't I even published the first episode yet. <laughs> I know, right? But uh, <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I, I it took a lot of effort to try and find a sub because I was I was so close to just going with dubbed, but unfortunately, luckily, the dubbed version I found the dubbing was off. Um, so like, I couldn't watch it because it's just the the words were like five seconds late. Dude, I just realized um, something insane. What? This kind of fucks me up. Holy shit! I'm sorry. I'm on the wiki what? right now. Yeah. Oh my god, that kind of that is gives the movie two completely different meanings. Why would they do this? Okay. What's okay. Go on. Uh, so to skip to the end of the movie, obviously spoilers mm-hmm. about this movie. Um, whenever we do a review, uh. In the Japanese version, the final mm-hmm. line delivered, you know, the real thing. Yeah. You know, I'm the real thing when she gets in her yeah. car and drives off. Um, the final line delivered in the Japanese version is Rumi's voice. So Rumi, who is our... Um, yeah. The, the, is the girl who's pretending to the be... The impersonator, her, yeah. yes. Yet in the English dub, it's Mima. Hmm. Why that would is... they do that? Why you should always listen to a sub version? No, yeah, seriously, um, another reason. Yeah, yes. I didn't even pick that up, and I watched the sub version. I didn't either. I didn't pick it up at all, just because yeah. they she tries to impersonate her so well. Yeah, and I guess that's more of a hint. Wow, I did not fucking know so that. That that actually erases some of my criticism of the film, which was I felt like the end of the movie didn't. Um, tied like I felt like or it felt kind well, of not no, I felt it tied up too much. Like I I was just like oh. I really enjoyed how much the movie slipped into this kind of like, uh, like just confusing, kind of just you don't know what's real, what's not real, what's happening, what's not happening, <laughs> kind of sense. And then yeah. the second she like, accident like accidentally stabbed herself, <laughs> um, the second oh, yeah. that happened, like you were like, okay, well now everything I'm seeing is real, and but that takes that away because now you it's like so was yeah mima like but but at the same time like the doctor wouldn't have referred to rummy as as he didn't he didn't no he didn't yeah but she said like i'll never see her again so he was yeah, like they sometimes never mentioned she... anybody's names at that instant. no because he says he says occasionally she'll slip back into the rummy san persona oh well and she said yeah but i know i'll never see her truly again Oh yeah, you're like right, essentially, yeah. like I'll never be around when that probably happens. Hmm. So I was like, I felt like that tied it up enough for me to make me go, well, it's not her, unless, unless the only thing I can think of would be, um, because you know, the, a lot of the film is about her becoming an actress and her learning to disassociate with herself mm-hmm. and like not understand, um, like who she is. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I could think of would be that because I mean and. and the rape scene in a sense like shows how good she is at being Dude, someone else i thought that was very tasteful i would say well the thing is i think the the reason it's tasteful because the point of the scene is to show how much she can just turn on and turn off like who she is 
I think what was like, important about that scene was the uh, the permission that she mm-hmm. was giving. You know, like um, it did just enough to make the watcher to make us the viewer. Yeah, uncomfortable. We, I always felt. Of course, I felt so yeah. uncomfortable. Oh my god, dude, that was uncomfortable. <laughs> like scene. watching him with my girlfriend, looking over, and I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, men are and, shit. <laughs> and then it stopped and showed us that. Okay, so she's not in distress. She is in control of her change. Yeah. And I thought that was very interesting to show us that. Yeah. It kind of changed, like, you know, the whole thing. Like, but was she only pretending to be in control? Or, you know, like, it's there's a whole lot of... Um, yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing is, like, if the ending is to be taken the way that we were kind of talking about, uh-huh. of, of if she's gone nuts and she's showing, uh, like, uh, like, having multiple personality problems... Mm-hmm. Um, is it that she is in control or she's pretending to be in control or she's so in control because she's essentially got multiple personality disorder <laughs> and extreme schizophrenia that she's able to phase in and out of, of her persona. And one of the things that I thought maybe that would be the ending, but the ending made me feel not that much, but now I'm questioning it, mm-hmm. um, is one of the first things that she says when she's on set, she's like, it's so impressive how she's able to just switch from one person to another. And like that ad- admiration toward that actress that mm-hmm. she can do that. Yeah. Like maybe that, that her goal by the end of the film is to be able to do that. But obviously that ends up making her lose her mind. And she doesn't know where she is because she's just not really sure which mode to be in mm-hmm. until the point where she breaks. And then maybe she's the one in the psychiatric ward. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it it also could all be in her head. Yeah, because like, also they give she... her they they called her a different name when she's walking out. They're like, they did, isn't yes. that uh, something something Mima? Mm-hmm. Like it was a different name than the original name she had. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, that's weird. Yeah. So <clears throat> the the whole ending where she goes to the psych ward that you know that could also be taken. Um, quite possibly symbolically that she had locked away or put away the past her own past and now Mm -hmm. you know she has recognized it and separated it because the issue was is she was being torn apart Mm -hmm. throughout the whole movie and at the end there was that definitive separation um, yeah and knowing exactly what is what and that she is who she is, you know. But if this was, this was all in her head, why would she blame it all on Rumi? Um, I mean, this is going off of a theory that if Rumi was entirely in her head to begin with. <laughs> but that's just a yeah. theory. Yeah, uh, that's just a theory. Th- <laughs> <laughs> a film theory. <laughs> Thanks for watching. <laughs> oh, um, but yeah, I mean, really, a lot of this is up to your own. Um, like perception and perspective mm-hmm. you could you could take this thing apart like and completely break things down to however you want to do it but uh in the end she seemed to be in control that that is yeah. kind of what we saw which is great for her but the, the question is is who's in control <laughs> exactly that is the question but anyway let's uh let's start from the beginning okay and then once we get to the end of the movie i know we kind of skipped there but we'll talk about it again yeah briefly uh and then we'll give it a rating um so the movie begins there this you know for those who haven't watched it it's about a japanese pop group uh with the main character the the front star of the group her name is which Mima. just very quickly the second the movie started my girlfriend just looked at me and she's like bet you didn't think this is gonna be about a j-pop group did you <laughs> oh i loved it 
thought it was and I was great. like, is it actually going to be about a J-pop group? She's like, yes, it is. And I was like, fucking Christ. Okay. But it's it's not like really a. No, it J-pop worked. Group. It was it was fine. I really, th- <laughs> I mean, it well, it did it did, it did kind of talk about the problems of the industry and that it's just these poor fucking girls who like come from middle of nowhere and some guys like, hey, you can sing, yeah, and they're like, yeah, I can sing, and they're like, cool, we're gonna just completely churn you into this industry until essentially you're ground meat by the end. Yeah, you know what I thought was uh, fantastically interesting about it, though, is that this was a perspective on how people have to have, especially when you're in the spotlight, they have to almost have multiple personalities Mm. in order to function in society. They have to have their, uh, you know, their their persona, their public persona, which is going to be, you know, whoever we have. Uh, you know, whoever you are on your podcast or whoever you are on your Twitter account versus who you are going to the grocery store and all that, which is why they show those scenes of Mima mm-hmm. not in her outfit and going to the grocery store, just being her. Um, but um, it was an interesting perspective on the thing because we're seeing this in a post, uh, a post Facebook time and a post uh, Twitter and post Instagram, you know, the people who were stars back in the day were, you know, they were idolized in a much different way than people are idolized now. Uh, mm-hmm. For example, someone can be uh, Twitter or Instagram famous. Like, almost anybody can be a star these days. And, yeah, you know, it was just an interesting perspective to see on how these things were looked at back then. So we have our main character. She's in this pop group and she tells everybody at the end you know okay i'm quitting this pop group in order to pursue my own thing and you know i don't know how familiar people are with you know k-pop groups or j-pop groups but their entire image is uh controlled by whatever big corporation owns that group because that's kind of how it works over there um, so they can't do anything outside of what the big corporation says they can do. They are, their image has to be perfect and pristine. For example, those K-pop groups, those boy bands, they're not allowed to have girlfriends. Or a yeah, lot of them aren't crazy. allowed to have girlfriends. Because they want to give the uh, fans that fantasy that they can possibly have them or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's to make sure that they don't alienate anybody. And that is by keeping them single and whatever. I mean, they probably have girlfriends on the on the backside of things, but yeah. in terms of their public persona, they're a completely different person. Um, but yeah, so uh, these people have to create these images for their fans to watch, and then once they start to change, they it, it kind of tends to affect people. As we saw, the stalker that started following mm-hmm. her. You know, he he loved her persona, and as soon as she started changing things, he thought it wasn't her. And well, I, he was also being told that it wasn't her. It, well, the weird he also thing, the thing that's well. kind of bad about the film is that it it just kind of it does take a stab at like essentially any mentally disabled person is like, well, you're easily no, controllable. No, no, no. And it doesn't clearly... take a stab. It I actually feel like, it I feel references. Like it no, no, it references. That's a okay. reference. It's a reference to the stalker that tried to kill um, Bjork. Really? Yes. Bjork? Bjork. Okay. I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know somebody tried to kill Bjork. Somebody than... tried to kill Bjork. Yeah. He tried to bomb her, and then he killed himself. Wow. Yeah, it's honestly some of the most disturbing 
he posted he recorded a lot of his videos and what he was going to do to bjork and all that stuff and in the end the one of his final videos he had like burned his face off or like shaved his head and killed himself it's fucking christ yeah and this was all because (laughs) bjork got a boyfriend and Mm. it she started to act certain ways that his own perspective of her uh, mm. told him that it wasn't her this is not the real Bjork yeah. so he was going to kill her kill himself so that they can be together in the afterlife wow yeah so it doesn't take a stab at uh, people with disorder it's actually referencing how you know this whole thing can turn into something terrible yeah yeah and it's uh it was really really fascinating to see that kind of uh I don't know if it was inspiration but it was definitely there was definitely something there um, yeah yeah, let, let me look that up real quick. I need to see what year that was. Ah, like stalker. But yeah, it, it. So yeah, he was. He's uh, like, <laughs> I was half the time going like, ah, oh, can this just be a red herring so that we don't? He's not the the person with the disability isn't the, isn't the villain, please. <laughs> uh-huh. And then it was like a fifty fifty. Is like, oh, he's it's kind of a red herring, but he was still being manipulated to uh-huh. do all this. Yeah, he was definitely yeah. being manipulated. It was very sad. Um, I thought it was. I thought that was crazy. I, the dude, the art style. Which chose... oh, this leads to a big question. I want to know your your opinion on this because hmm. the second it was showing that like in Mima's head, when Remy was wearing her outfit, it was it was her like pop Mima persona. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So remember the scene where he's like in his room like typing and emailing, and she like comes over and hugs him. I was like, so was that Remy? <laughs> <laughs> no or is that just also in his head like... i think that was in his head okay yeah because he was reading her message her and emails yeah visualizing her her saying it too yeah yeah because he was very very obsessed so yeah. um i think that was meant to uh you know just visually throw us off yeah um, make us think that uh you know he was the culprit like the mastermind but well no because he well, was clearly getting wasn't... emails so i i kind of figured at some point i was like well he's not messaging himself so yeah, yeah, yeah. clearly somebody is messaging him to do this yeah i think it i was didn't know who to was going to be at us... first yeah i think it was meant yeah. to show us communication that uh this alternate mima is communicating with mm-hmm. him whether it be mima herself in a psychotic state messaging him Mm-hmm. Or you know, as we came to find out in the end, Rumi. Yeah, and well, I think the thing with Rumi being be. the the main mastermind behind all this is the second it happened, I was like, my brain just went, oh come on, man! There were so many things they should have let you through this, like her showing her the websites, like the like just a bunch of stuff that I felt like just were really obvious foreshadowing, and I just didn't pick up on. The mm-hmm. second I saw it, I was just like, oh, of course. Like, yes. it wasn't like a, oh, it was just like, oh, you fucking idiot. Like, why didn't you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> because they they do a very good job at, at making us, like, at fooling us, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, we, and we just the fact that she's so distraught character. and disgusted at what she's doing as an actress. Yes, yes, yeah. she tried to, but in our... And the fact that she had recordings of her saying her lines, I was like... It's so obvious that it's her. Why didn't I pick it up? <laughs> but also the fact that she was, um, it, to us, it felt like she was just trying to look out for Mima. Yeah, or, yeah, Mima. Um, and she was. It just felt like she was really trying to protect her, as opposed yeah. to take over her or make her and keep her 
be the image yeah, she wanted you, her to you be. felt like she was defending her from the gross company companies that were forcing her to do things that she didn't want to do exactly as opposed to what it ended up being which was her wanting to control mima and what mima was because yes. she was happy with what mima was before yeah and she wanted to control who that pop idol was because she didn't get it when she was uh, a coming up and coming pop pop idol yeah so and that that's why i think it threw us off like just how how yeah, sometimes... it makes the company come off as evil when you real when you find out the person who is actually more trying to control her life is evil mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was i thought it was awesome I, and then like you said there's so many hints for example mm-hmm. uh after mima escapes the stalker guy um yeah there's no stalker left out. like he's gone yeah <clears throat> well no she escapes the stalker guy and you know who she runs into she runs into rumi mm-hmm. and when they meet each other you get this shot and you may not remember right now but if you were to go back and like look it up but um mm-hmm. you get the shot where it's her and rumi meeting together and the entire background is completely red they meet in front of a red door yeah i did notice the hallway the floor of the hallway is red and stuff like that so yeah i didn't notice that the floor of the elevator is red well i felt like i felt like uh red was more of a theme i i'm thinking i'm noticing now what i was noticing was that when things were going bad in mm-hmm. noticeable scenes things yes. were red so that's why i'm i was confused by the blue thing because i probably didn't notice the use of blue as much in scenes where everything was fine mm-hmm. exactly now and the red like i said is kind of guiding us or hinting us or letting us know certain things uh and like i said when she met rumi there was nothing but all red and then not only that but here's a very interesting thing mm-hmm. which should have been an even bigger uh like red light or uh red alert or whatever um red flag red flag there you go that's the fucking word <laughs> i don't know I'm stupid but anyway um <laughs> <laughs> so you remember throughout the film uh mima communicates with uh her other alter ego we'll just say j-pop mima mm-hmm. um through reflections and she's looking yeah. at herself and you could see her through the reflection well in a car ride with rumi that was a form of communication they actually mimicked that mima was looking into the window of the vehicle and she could see through the reflection uh rumi talking to her so oh that right there was so that's what that was and that wasn't somebody in a car it was it was rumi's reflection what do you mean that's what that was because like that car was passing by and she saw like a uh, mima being like you're a whore or whatever <laughs> <coughs> uh well no oh, no i no, think no, that no. was with the guy that she was with when that happened but yeah yeah no that's that's not that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking yeah. about when they when mima uh was riding in the car with rumi um and you could see rumi communicating to her uh mm-hmm. and it was visualized with the reflection um because she was talking to her from the driver's seat yeah and you could see rumi's reflection in the mirror looking at mima Mm-hmm. that was supposed to be like a further hint and foreshadowing that yeah. you know there's only a few people who get to see this type of shot mm-hmm. uh, and that is when she was usually talking to uh j-pop mima yeah so that was supposed to be further um reference to that and you know what yeah. now that i think about it i think it's kind of a little bit poetic that she died by a window or mirror 
like a reflection yeah Yeah, reflection she became obsessed with her own reflection yeah um yeah ended up i thought that was a little it was a little cheesy or she didn't die especially considering they got hit by a a truck instead i was like why don't you just get him hit by a truck instead of this i'm gonna lean forward over glass like i get the whole idea that she's supposed to be super obsessed and like suit you know just so out of herself that she just doesn't isn't aware but at the same time like it just felt kind of silly it did it was really strange almost like what why did she do that and perhaps it was to uh just drive home the fact that she's just really insane which you know i I honestly don't think we needed that um but i think her freaking out because the the wig fell off was enough for me to go this person's nuts like yeah yeah exactly i I I love that shot of the mirror where like so mima's like just casually floating after her uh-huh. And then you just cut to like she's walking. It shows her like floating, but then the reflection showing actual Rummy just like covered in sweat, just being like, "Fuck, I'm trying to catch up to this fucking girl." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like 40 years old trying to chase after this 20 year old and fat. Yeah, um. <laughs> but yeah, I know <laughs> the way you saw there and fat. <laughs> yeah, don't forget she's overweight, like much of America. But anyway, um, <laughs> um yeah, dude, it was uh. That, that whole scene was fucking crazy everything yeah. about this fucking movie was crazy um and it just gets crazier what? as it goes on yeah uh just the what's... way that oh sorry go ahead what score would you give the movie oh god yeah if i were to give it a score holy shit oh it's definitely up there what did i give phantom <laughs> thread seven i think i gave, gave it a seven. seven yeah yeah this one easily hits eight eight and a half almost okay. nine because it's it's definitely a movie Mm-hmm. that i need to watch it is again. definitely a movie <laughs> well that i need to watch again yeah yeah that's what i'm trying to get at like some yeah. films you know you watch it once you're good for example like the avengers movies i kind of just watch those once have a good time but i don't How feel a need you know. <laughs> to watch it again well dude they're so yeah. fucking long and it's like all right let's just fast forward to the part where he kicks ass um because <laughs> a lot of it yeah. is you know very slow exposition and it's like all right let's get to them fighting but with perfect I think, blue i think no no i disagree we'll get to that (laughs) yeah we'll talk about that after the review um but with perfect blue i feel like i need to watch it again to see what else i can pick apart Mm -hmm. and see what else i can maybe understand because it kind of feels like poetry um there is what we understand and perceive and then there's the message that we pick up from it and then there's the message that the uh creator uh gets from it and as we go over it more and more times we kind of uncover little bits and pieces of oh okay maybe the the uh, creators or the directors and writers were trying to say this and we'll take a look at more of the color theory or the for example yeah. I haven't even talked to you about the fish yet um, yeah that bit was weird yeah there's more to it notice the fish have red but anyway yeah. Um, so yeah there's all these things to it there's these little bits and pieces here that you can uncover um, and you know really try to fully understand everything for example I just learned this whole roomy voice thing and the Mima voice thing yeah. with the English and Japanese versions of it. That's insane to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah. This is crazy. Uh, but yes, fantastic film. Definitely eight to nine. Really good score out of 10. Really good score. Oh yeah. Fantastic. The music, the use of their colors and all that was great. Mm-hmm. I thought the actors, voice actors were fantastic yeah um, it was really good yeah very, I, I, very well like performed. i said it's a good example of why you should watch subbed because you mm-hmm. get to experience what it like 
be- a lot of people think that they can't rate performances in other languages other than English, mm. except when you watch a movie like this where you see somebody struggling to say their line <laughs> and then somebody saying their line properly because it's supposed to be her in a dreamlike state where she's just saying it because she's confused. Uh-huh. Like you, you get to really understand what you, you start to go, Oh, I have basic empathy so I can understand how humans are supposed to sound regardless of their language, because I can understand emotion and what they're feeling and this and that. And that's what you also look for in cues in English anyway. Um, so you, you really start to understand why watching it with the original actors who are being directed by the director uh-huh. Uh, is just way more important than than finding a version that's in the language you speak. Yeah, this is this is crazy, dude. There's a, a lot of good scenes in it, a lot of uh, interesting things. Like, what what did you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, just to go on about it more, I want to know what your thoughts were when you first uh, saw Mima, or the, we'll say Rumi, but the image of Mima. Uh, well, like all haloed the... and no, no, no kill the uh the photographer that took those nude pictures of her do you remember she oh, showed up as yeah, a yeah. delivery mm-hmm. and then she stabbed him in what did she stab him in the balls and then in the so eyes. that should have been a, a very clear fucking indication as well because they showed the uh piece of delivery person and it was very clearly a female yes uh and it also looked like a kind of like not too in shape female <laughs> no no and no. It was, i didn't it was even her. think about it no, but like when it was when it first showed like the cap on her and like just like the outfit. Was she like not in shape? She... I don't remember. Yeah, it just looked like a normal person. Did she look chubby? Like not chubby, just like not like a pop star. She didn't look like a fucking stick. <laughs> oh, huh. I didn't notice that. I have to say that again. Yeah, but, uh... I I felt like I was like this looks like a normal. I saw it and I was like that looks like a normal person, and then they started attacking her and it's Mima. I was like, well, that seems a bit odd considering I just saw what looked like a normal person. And it mm-hmm. should have been more indication than that was Rumi, because it was very clearly, uh, like it was it was very clearly here at that point. I think um, in that point in time there wasn't enough information telling us or hinting that it was Rumi. Yeah. I think we were still way focused maybe, on yeah, Mima maybe. and her psychotic breaks that she was having. Yeah. Um, but that's uh, the thing is the movie tricks you the first time you're watching it by making Mima feel so unreliable that you don't trust what you're seeing. Yeah. And it's mostly because at this same time, Mima is going through some really yeah. hard times. She's going through like, some really difficult times. Yeah, her days are blending together. Mm-hmm. Um, she's having trouble balancing her uh, acting life and uh, detaching or dissociating mm-hmm. from her previous uh, style of uh, J-pop. Yeah. And all that stuff, yeah. And um, so but that was a crazy scene, man. When I saw her, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, maybe maybe she is. Maybe crazy. she is killing people, yeah. yeah. She totally um, fucking stabbed that dude in the eyes. Yeah. Oh, to, to the the sub that I found? Yeah. It, the news report was like, the uh, <laughs> the screenwriter was uh, stabbed umpteenth times. <laughs> and I was like, excuse me? <laughs> That's not a number. <laughs> That's not oh, a number at all. <laughs> and like uh, when, they, when the uh, photographer was stabbed, I was like, was he stabbed umpteenth times as well? <laughs> that's hilarious um that was just like a d- dumb sub that i had for some reason but yeah yeah, uh, yeah i I i'd give the movie a solid eight out of ten yeah nothing nothing really more than that for me for this time i haven't seen it multiple times for this time it's just an eight out of ten now i am a fan of animation like i mm-hmm. love anime i think it's fantastic i think it's a great medium another one of my most famous yeah. uh favorite animes of all time is uh um one that is called the uh, Neon Genesis. 
Evangelion. Yeah. Fantastic. So it was Evangelion. Evangelion, Evangelion, whatever. <laughs> you you, you call them evangelists, don't you? Yeah. So, but they're not Japanese. <laughs> oh my god! Neither is the fucking name. <laughs> well. <laughs> so that is. Neon Genesis Evangelion. <laughs> yeah, maybe that is how they pronounce it. I don't know. I don't know. I but I love that intro song. Japanese accent. So who fucking knows. Yeah, you fucking racist. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um. Uh, yeah, I would say that is by far one of my favorite animes, and it is mm-hmm. very. You can watch that entire thing multiple times. And pick it apart, just like I might watch it anime. again. It might be far in the future, but I might watch it again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, great, great film. Definitely so, watch it, even if you don't like anime. Give it a shot. Yeah, definitely. Whatever. Okay. I I'm gonna have to head off soon because it is almost 5 p.m. for me. Oh yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to head off probably about now. Um, should we get to my recommendation? Not to cut off. Not to cut yes. off. Yes. No, no, no. That's quickly, fine. We're but... pretty much done with our review of uh, Perfect yeah. Blue. Um, but yes, what's your recommendation? So my rec- I figured I'd if, since you've tortured me with anime, oh, well, <laughs> just throw you in here. the deep end. I throw you in the deep end of just like some fucking French new. Oh my films. god, I know you are. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna go uh, Masculin Feminin by Jean Luc Godard. Send me that, and because uh, I don't know how to spell that out. It's masculine, <laughs> feminine, masculine, masculine feminine. feminine. Oh, it's like me. <laughs> yeah, no, masculine, feminine by Jean Luc Godard. Uh, it's so I was trying. I want to recommend movies that I haven't seen, so that we're not we're just watching movies that um, like sometimes. Obviously, I'll be like, yeah. oh, I don't think you've seen this, and I'll recommend it. But I haven't seen. This is like one of I was going through all of his films. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck, which ones have I not seen? I want to do a Jean Luc Godard film uh-huh. to just kind of fuck with you, um, <laughs> but I don't know which one. And I finally got to that. I was like, I haven't watched that one yet. So that's nice. like one of his few that have just kind of dropped by my radar. So. Uh, okay. So yeah, uh, masculine, feminine. We'll there, there is a topic week. I want to talk about um, on one of these podcasts where it won't be like okay. a movie review. Uh, it'll be more like a, a kind of like a, a question type topic, and we can talk about it. Um, okay. One that I wanted to bring up for movie future, but uh, does a does good acting equal a good movie? It'd be something I'd want to talk about. So I already have an answer for that. It's no. Hey, <laughs> but we can talk about it because I can bring up some some things. Yeah, well, you can bring up, some, but I I think I've shown you my example of what I would say for it. It was just Pops. Remember Pops? Pops. I don't remember Pops. No. Platoon of Power Squadron. No, I don't. Did I watch that. that back in the day with you? I don't think so. No. No, because it was it's old. It's like it's it's like about four roommates who live in a house together. They all have superpowers. It's got Are... Wheezy Waiter in it. Oh God, dude, that's yes, I do remember that now. Yeah, that has horrific acting, and it's written so well that you don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I don't consider that good. I consider it really good. I fucking love that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you I, have so too much I, to <laughs> I will not take credit for this, but it is a fun story of uh, like a couple months ago, just before, right, right when quarantine started. Uh, Carlin Janis, who uh, is plays Sebastian in Platoon of Power Squadron, she put like a thing on Instagram, and she was like. Uh, ask me questions and i was just like and she's a she's a very very talented uh uh artist now like she make makes paintings uh and uh i messaged her i was like hey i follow you back from your days on pops do you miss doing that and then she responded she was like yeah i don't know if a lot of people following me now would be aware i was on a show back in the day uh it's it was a really fun show i miss it so much those people i worked with are great 
now that we're all doing quarantine we should do like a like a uh commentary or something like that like talk about it again uh-huh. and then she like tagged uh like jake jarvie who made the show or something like that uh-huh. or his uh-huh. wife i forget which one she tagged and then they just responded with yeah that's a great idea and then the next next week they were doing a commentary track for each episode oh so you're pretty proud of yourself then huh I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> no, they're probably going to do it anyways. Quarantine is one of those things where it's like, they, they, I think he mentioned, he was like, yeah, we're thinking about that since we you know, have all the sudden free time. Um, but yeah. I just, the second I, I was like, did I cause this? Am I probably. a genius? <laughs> Dude, do you remember um, when we did our stupid, uh, what was it, director's commentary over Moonshiners? Oh yeah, that was great. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I love that. I actually watched, anytime I've, I think I've watched that since, uh-huh. 2012 i've only watched the commentary track it's yeah i know right same yeah <laughs> jesus we had so many views on that because of the show yeah, moonshine because that show moonshiners came out <laughs> same way as like every year every time there's a Yu-Gi-Oh regionals my oh, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. regionals video gets like 100 views <laughs> oh wow that's awesome yeah but oh, it's not shit. it's probably like 100 views of people starting it going this is from 2012 and then turning it off five seconds in <laughs> yeah dude god i forgot the those guys yeah. names that she used to hang out with i mean of what, course richard and oh wait i can't really say them. <laughs> well i know i know dick we'll call him dick um and, uh, <laughs> dick grayson I, I don't remember the other guy though uh oh i remember now yeah well was, considering uh, they're on that youtube video and you can see them and they i refer to them by name on there i won't consider them other people we won't name drop yeah. richard and dylan and, and alberto and Alberto, yeah. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot Alberto, all about yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about those guys, uh, was it like yesterday or something like that? I was like, yeah. Oh, I have not talked to them at all. Uh, I need to message Richard because I, well, not so much now because I don't have my big, my really nice computer at where I am now. Yeah. Once I get my nice computer back, I was going to message him to see if he wanted to play some games online, catch up. Oh, dude. If you can invite me, I'm always looking for people to play games with. Online. Hey, man. We can maybe play games. We can all play Minecraft, maybe. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Although I know he doesn't really, I don't think he really likes Minecraft anymore, but you know. Anyhow. Yeah. I'm going to head off because I've got a lovely date with my lovely, a lovely girl tonight. So I'm going right. to head off. Give her, give uh, her a good smooch. What, from you? How dare no, you say No, no, not from me. From from you, obviously. But say okay, it was from well. me. Okay, I'll tell her it was from you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. She'll be like, is that why it tasted kind of Mexican? Um, Excuse me. Right now, it tastes like pumpkin spice. That's true. That should be like, when did you become a basic white bitch? And I was like, since Always. ever. That's why I thought you were aware of this. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So that was yeah. the uh, that was the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, next week, or yeah, I guess next week, if if nothing comes up, we will yeah. definitely be doing um, a masculine, feminine, and I need yeah. to message Reese on the director and all that, and uh, cool. we will do yeah. that one. If you guys want to follow along with us, you can go ahead and watch it too. All right. Thanks. All right. See ya.